0: Welcome into the Phoenix Sports Podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook App, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a five star review. I'm Jason Soussel here with my co host, Michaela Perkins. Hi. And Frank Andretti Sanders uh, making sorry. his Phoenix Sports <coughs> Podcast debut. I'm sorry,
1: my bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the this is Frank's first show. Frankie! Yeah. How y'all doing?
0: I'm glad you took- Glad to have you. I'm well, such here. a star, the uh, the, uh, the winner of the PHNX-
1: Italian Open at What I do think. you call
0: those? Go-kart, go-kart race. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, Formula, go-kart. Formula, Formula, I just like, Formula Formula had a, a brain fart there. I was like, what did we just drive yesterday? So we were out at Octane, Octane mm-hmm. out in Scottsdale. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us out there. We had an absolute blast. And go figure, the former NFL star. <laughs> was the winner i feel like that's rigged
1: no it's not rigged it's just awesome awesomeness over here that's Ring, all. are
0: you one of those people that just doesn't lose at anything
1: I, yeah well when i put my mind to it i just want to say uh it's hard <laughs> to lose when i put my mind to it and the guys were talking so much trash that i just felt like i had to put my mind to it and uh and i just came up you know with a couple of dubs on on the table that's all
0: my, my goal was I, I knew I wasn't gonna win, but I was attempting to box you out when you were trying to pass me at times. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I got flagged for it. I
1: know. Yeah, <laughs> lady still with a fat sign, please move over. Please move over. Like I was I was gonna bump her, but it was cheers I really didn't want to do that to you. I was like, you know, then I got into a spot where Sean passed me up and I was like, you know what? Look what he just did. The competition
2: did. just yeah, took the competition over. Took
1: yeah, competition took over. But what he did, he did he did a file because I was trying to be nice and typically, I could have just bumped you and then slid in between, and then drafted away on in. But after that, that moment, he he cut, he he didn't get in line with us to let, to allow what you was doing nice to let me over. You got over to let me in, and then he he sped up through the through the crease, and I was like, look at this mofo. I'm about to go get him, and then I ran him down. That's all it is, you know. Just
2: I don't know. I still feel like it's rigged. <laughs>
1: What's rigged?
0: You You're a guys...
2: professional athlete. No. You're gonna be good all that stuff. like
0: no. this voodoo mindset that we just don't even know how to tap into. No,
1: it's not that. Like, I, like when it comes to that, honestly, I've I haven't been to Octane in probably about five to six years, and there's something about it that you said, Kayla, when you was driving, you were about, I'm getting ready to you know, try drip uh, drifting and and mm-hmm. Tokyo drift kind of mentality a little bit. Yeah. And you really got to kind of be, you got to be hard on the gas pedal and tapping the brakes with never really letting your Is
0: that foot
1: how off. you drive a golf cart when you're out? No, no, no. Either. Golf carts. <laughs> <laughs> nah, golf carts are different. But in reality, you know, that's I did learn that, and that's how you you have to drive with your foot on the gas pedal and you tap the brakes. You never really give off. There is no. This is not a car. This is. This is drifting and sliding and and controlling your muscles to to make the turns. And so you kind of gauge that with the speed going. So that's kind of. I never really let off on the gas pedal not once. Only okay. when I got behind you, I kind of slowed down a little bit. But <laughs> outside of that, that's that's what I learned driving that way. And so but when I'm in a golf cart or a cart, no, I just – that that's a whole different kind of mindset.
0: Okay. You're I Frank, not Speedo. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm
1: Frank then, not Speedo.
0: Correct. <laughs> uh, well, thanks again to Octane for having us out. We did have a blast. Yeah. Uh, big game tonight out in Dallas. Suns uh, taking on the Mavs for Game 3 on Chris Paul's 37th birthday. Geez, he's old. Old
1: <laughs> he's old man. He's old. You know what's funny about it when you say an old man. He actually, when you think about as much basketball he's played, how many teams he's been on, how relevant his name has been over the last ten years or so, it just it does seem like he's an elder statesman and an old man. And yet, thirty seven to me seems young.
0: I know. There's there's twofold there's two things to it. A, it seems like he's been in the league forever and he's not showing any signs of slowing down. So that's amazing. The other side of it is covering sports. Um, you get to an age, like when I was in my early twenties, I did think that like 37 was, you are halfway into your grave. Like (laughs) you've got no life left, uh, you know, hanging out at the retirement center. And now that I am, uh, in my thirties, I realized I was like, Why are we calling all these people ancient, like, 34, 35, 36, 37? It's like, they're young, but not in professional sports terms.
2: No, you guys are old. (laughs) Just Uh, kidding. We're older. 37 is 12 years away from me. That's crazy. It just
0: wait until uh, the years start coming and they don't start coming, because that's how it is. I'm a
2: baby, Frank. Did you not know that?
1: Yeah, but I mean, you just, when you say it, it's just kind of like when you say that's 12 years away from you, and yet Chris is doing something he loves at an elite level with the best athletes on the planet. And then you're doing something you love with the best crew and people on in your timeline Aww. on the planet. So I think there's just, that's the beauty of sports. You I think. I,
0: I'm going to take that as a compliment Very to myself. me as well. Yeah, Thanks, Frank. Absolutely. Brink. absolutely. I yeah. Mean, Tristan's <laughs> only a year older than me.
2: Yeah. You
1: think about it like you guys, like players, you know, when you decide to get into this field, you know, I, I, I play sports starting at the age of actual organized sports at the age of six. And so, and by the time I retire in sports, I left the game at, at the age of 32. You know, you're talking about 20 plus years of me doing my thing mm. in sports, 26 years of doing it in sports. So now you guys are at a stage where, just like he started young, and God was able to get into his field, you guys are doing the same thing. You just gotta, you know, you just get to see an elder statesman doing it at his level. And once the body says that's it, that's the only thing about sports. The body says that's it, but you guys, your, 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 your gig never says that it until you just can't remember your lines and read teleprompters. You're like, okay. that's, all, that's, that's, a, that's right. That's what you never look forward to, right? No. And so athletes, no. you're like, man, if my body can hold up, I, gotta, I can at least get another contract out of these suckers. Yes, suckers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know that I necessarily have much of a prediction for tonight's game. I think that overall, the Suns, I'm rooting for a sweep here. Um, what I'm not rooting for is the 54 fouls that were called last game. I don't want to see a game like that again.
2: Atrocious. That was
0: so freaking bad and hard to watch. It was like they called like three offensive fouls in a row and like a matter of like just like no time at all. It was like stretches like that that you that's like unheard of. They were just calling fouls left and right, but then like, but then like the teams were like, okay, they're calling fouls, so let's just be the most, and it went both ways. Like, let's over exaggerate everything even more. Yeah, they were
2: flopping so they were hard flopping out there.
0: So it, it just flopping like
2: fish. It ruined
0: the game. <laughs> it ruined the game for everybody.
2: Yeah, it was awful. I hated watching that game. It was the pace of play was so slow because every other freaking second there was a whistle. It was awful. And I know that you thought it went both ways, but I thought the refs were being especially ridiculous with the Suns, and it de- they definitely were a lot of fouls. Well, no, but... I
0: think Chris Paul was flopping is what I'm saying. Like both teams started to the the theatrics. I yeah. mean that exists anyway in basketball, but
1: let was... me ask you, ladies, this because I watch you watch one game and you watch the Warriors and and Golden State, and it's a fight, like it's a it's a yeah. brawl. There's blood. There's guys getting swiped across the face, dragged on the ground. You're talking tiki touch fouls from the. Suns and the Mavs game so do you think that the Suns are just that good that the refs got to make it equal by calling these fouls because they're just that good playing against Dallas and Dallas they've beaten Dallas the last what 10 straight games in a row so when you look at it from that perspective you got to say like that the team that the Suns are that much better they have not they've been they've Monty Williams had many times to criticize the referees from the the lack of calls that they've been getting compared to yeah, other teams, there even was in the New whatever game. game
0: it was in in their first round series against New Orleans. Right. There was a game that was like the disparity could not be argued. Oh, it was awful. Yeah, yeah. but I would say I, I think they're pretty even. Um, where are we at? What day is it? When did they play last? Uh, Wednesday. Yeah, they're, the teams are pretty even in terms of like I, like I don't think it was. I just think they're being like blowing the whistle way too too much just in the entire game on when it came to both teams so like i i think it's just like a game by game and like yeah. officiating crew by officiating crew basis unfortunately yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. well mike mara's ass was scott foster reffing no he wasn't thank god um it probably would have been worse if he was he also is not refing tonight's game either it is confirmed that we are not plagued with the awful Human being that is Scott Foster, um, so maybe the the Suns actually might win tonight because Scott Foster isn't there to egregiously foul the Suns unfairly.
0: Well, on the same night, um, you could certainly pose the question. It has been posed if uh, Wednesday was the worst day of officiating in Arizona sports history because Mad Bum had a, an interesting situation where he got ejected from a game. Uh, this was a- can, We have a video. Can we talk underneath the video, or do we have to wait? Can't talk. All right, play the video. <laughs> So there's like a
1: call. I mean, he doesn't even look at his hand though. <laughs> like that there's no way you know, referee never look at the
0: guy's hand <laughs> to find pine tar. That's Why
2: was that dude, so weird? Is...
0: Okay, so oh the story is, okay, so we showed you the video if if you're not if you're not looking at it. So basically, uh dude comes, checks Mad Bum's hand out for any sticky substances. Instead of like He's, like, touching his hand and staring into Mad Bum's eyes or his soul via his eyes, pretty much, is what it looked like. It was the most awkward situation of all time. And Mad Bum, of all people, that's not somebody something that you pull with a guy like Mad Bum. He was having no part in it. Ended up getting ejected because it pissed him off. But what are you doing?
2: Uh, that was so unnecessary. The referee's name's Dan Bellino, and I know this because he's on my shit list. Um, like, he did it on purpose. Like, he was instigating Mad Bum, And I don't know why, because Mad Bum, after the game, said talking to reporters he's never had an issue with that umpire before. So for whatever reason, Dan Bolino woke up and chose to be an asshole that morning and was like, you know what? Today's a good day to piss off Madison Bumgarner. And he just went up there like looking to check Mad Bum's hand for sticky substance, which is something they have to do now to the new league rules. And he didn't even take like two seconds to look at his hand. He was literally just like staring into Mad Bum's soul, rubbing his hand in a really awkward way. And he did it on purpose. He was trying to get a reaction out of Mad Bum. And that's exactly what he got because Mad Bum said some words to him and he got ejected after the first inning of of baseball and it was just like it was so maddening to watch because I mean personally I feel like Dan Bleeder needs to be addressed by the league like a fine like something needs to be said yeah. to him because that was egregious like he was specifically trying to piss Mad Bum off and it w- it wasn't necessary at all it's not like Mad Bum, I mean I think he was upset the article said he Madbum got frustrated because of how he was calling balls and strikes and he thought his strike zone was awful so I think he did that as like an ego thing like a pissing match like if you're going to complain about my Strike zone, I'm going to eject you from the game.
1: My question is, I, I, now, this is me now being a conspiracy theorist. You know, I always got these conspiracy. You know, I'm always thinking that someone. Yes, it's
0: Arizona against the world.
1: Yes, because it's shady, on, so shady in a lot of ways. And I so I wonder these questions now mm-hmm. because, yes, I agree that he should be addressed with the league because it was shady. Like the guy, every pitcher has the right to look at the umpire and say, "Man, look, you gave me one call, you didn't give me that. I gave you the same pitch, and then you didn't it's make a part that of the call." Game. Yeah, but I know, like, but we're supposed to have a relationship. No,
0: that's a part of the that, game. But that's
1: the part yeah. we're supposed to, that, right? We're supposed to have a type of relationship. So now I got to start thinking about what was the over under. What was the over? <laughs> now I got to thinking about what was the over under.
0: Dude, dude?
1: That, that's me now. Now I got to go to odds makers now in that game because now I've got to think. Cause that's my that's my ace dog on the on the mound, and so if he's pitching, there's a good chance we can win, and we have a very good chance of winning. But yep. now, if you get him out of the game on some shenanigans, that to me says now who's calling? Now what did you have a did, did now did Mister Blue have a bet mm. on the back end? This is that real FBI bull. You got to really <laughs> call for an investigation. Is
0: there an over under on because, foul calling like the amounts of fouls that are called in a game? Because well, then you could pose the question to. Uh, from, to the officials for game two as well with the Suns. I just I just
1: think it's to, be to a position where, and I that's what I always view that the referees and even when it comes to basketball is controlling the game, yeah, and yeah. controlling the the numbers. That's why I go. That's why I told you about conspiracy is the reason why the the Suns are getting such. It's it's so opposite of the spectrum on calls, and we don't have dirty guys. Like we don't have a, a, a we don't have a dirty guy on our team, a Dennis Rodman guy, or a green over, over, and gold. We don't have that on our team. I mean, Crowder has a notation for saying he can get a little physical and chatty, but that's about it. These guys are chatty. No one's throwing a blow. No Suns guy's gonna throw a blow. Yeah, I Man, mean, maybe n-
0: like throw a leg up. And- I mean,
1: right. But no one's gonna, no one's gonna throw, a, no one's gonna throw a blow. So that's why I gotta wonder now: is the reason why? What, what was the over/under on that moment when it came to Madison? Because there's no reason to get, get rid of this guy. No reason to check his hand, and no reason to feel like. You know what? Now I'm going to pull my car, my umpire car, because I can check your hand because I
0: can. Oh, I have no time to to entertain power trips whatsoever. It was and, a power uh, trip. Yeah, I have no no time for that. Hi, Chris. How you doing? Hi, Chris. Hi, Giselle. Chris. What's, Hi, up, Giselle.
2: What's, up? what's up, fam? Um, yeah. It was, so yeah, it was bad. It, and
0: over overall, that might have been like one of the worst nights because you had both of those games going on and events going on within the games with officiating. It. it uh, I can't think of a, a time where I could think of something Conspiracy. was worse in Arizona sports history. So yeah. we'll go ahead and cr- go ahead and crown that and hope it never happens again. Seriously,
2: hope. yeah, right? Thank God, figure it out, refs. You're making it awful for us.
0: <laughs> okay, so Chris Paul, Larry Fitzgerald, Kelvin Beachum investing in a sports team. Going to get to that in a second, but first, I'm going to talk about our partners' OGs, which uh. I recently started tapping into. Uh, it's a game changer for me. <laughs> You know, like it is of it, I did not realize how relaxing it can be. So, <laughs> uh, thank you to OGs for being our partners because it opened my eyes to a whole new experience. Uh, <laughs> if you, uh, stop by your local dispensary, grab some amazing scratch made THC gummies. Uh, they also released their three milligram microdose, which mm. you can pick up as well. Uh, if you don't want to dive right into their regular 10 milligram gummies, um, uh, it already launched, um, so it should be out in stores if you're looking for that. Um, they've got amazing flavors like Orange Creamsicle, Tropical, Watermelon. They're all delicious. Orange
2: Creamsicle goes so hard. My favorite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't go wrong with any sort of, of, of gummy of any sort, so I like all the flavors. Um, if you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer, you can go to ogsbrands.com. That is ogsbrands.com to find uh a store that carries it near you okay all right so Chris Paul Larry Fitzgerald Kelvin Beecham uh they are investing in a cricket team
2: a cr- like in an the, English cricket team in the
0: I is I think it was like the Indian something League IPL Indian let Premier. me pull up Indian Premier League good job yep. you know that uh,
1: yeah well, you know
0: of the Indian Premier League Frank I did a
1: little research, you know oh, what
2: I mean. Oh, okay. I'm trying to <laughs> did invest a too. I do the investor group. <laughs> Chris Paul, we got you.
1: <laughs> yeah, look, I'm trying to figure out how to get, be a part of that, man. Look, that's uh, it's the Indian Premier League. It's a cricket league. It has ten, you know, uh, ten teams, and um, it's uh, it's a uh, interesting league. I had to dive into it because once I saw that we were going to talk about it, I had to dive into the conversations and the pieces that, you know, how does a player? Why were these guys? Pick up cricket. Why would they want to invest in a cricket? How important What'd is it? Did you find in your research? Por- How, well, I mean, it's uh It's actually about. It's the actual league. is worth about sixty-two billion dollars. They in re- gener- generated about six six point two, six point two billion dollars in revenue. Uh, wow. In uh, in twenty twenty, that's just all through Google. Um, it is a uh to invest in the league, you got to go through a particular partner partnership. There is the Boston something-based company that yeah. kind of Boston-based company that does investments in that area. And some guys have linked up with that Boston-based company yeah. to, to get involved in that. They invested $200 million into their part of being a part owner of taking of the Dang. team, the Royals.
2: Yeah. Um so the is the team. It's,
1: uh, I didn't find out how much uh, Chris did on his birthday, but uh, I would like to know what would take that for the, all three of those guys to. To get involved and who do they reach out to for that standpoint to get involved. But why cricket, though?
2: Yeah. I know. That's what I, was, like, like, I feel like that's such a random thing to well, invest in. Well, according to Larry Fitzgerald,
0: India has a passionate sports culture and he is excited to invest in one of the most sought after teams in the country. So uh, maybe it's just like a really big thing that we don't observe here in the U.S. But like if you're cultured, you understand that it's like a huge sport in India, I guess. Two I'm billion sure. people.
1: The actual the ratings though went up twenty three percent. Last year was one of the things I found out as well. That's the reason why like it's it's such a hot commodity right now to be a part of that. Um, But just to be but but have to have American um, the backing of the conversation of having American athletes, professional athletes, former or current, to be involved in it has to mean something to um, not just the not just the individual in his portfolio and his net worth, but just the idea that. Uh, you, you're you're trying to create this market where now cricket becomes something huge in America. You have to.
0: I was wondering if there was like a tie to that if they were then going to try and introduce it to the U.S. Because we obviously don't play it over here. I have played it before. You have, yeah. yeah. When I was growing up, I had hmm. neighbors that were from India, and they would we. I lived in like a kind of like a cul-de-sac, and they would they would come out and they would play. So there was a few times I'd be like, "Can I play?" And I was little, um, but I do remember like holding the the. I don't know if they call it a bat, um, but what we would call a bat. Uh,
2: and it was heavy. Yeah, they're they're flat too, right? Yeah, it's yes. like a paddle.
1: So when we were little, so I, I think I, we was watching the Phoenix Open, and aren't they building a stadium, a cricket facility? What? Um, right, right, right not, not that far from, like in Scottsdale.
0: Really? They're building, building a, a cricket facility in Scottsdale? I thought they were building Scottsdale? a cricket
1: facility in Scottsdale. Ramon talks about cricket's huge all over the world, and I'm not a hunter, but I'm... I would agree with that. I mean, just you're talking about a society in India that literally has, you know, population-wise, is the top in the world in regards to what's on on its continent. But that to me at myself,
2: though, I just
0: Googled it, It said crickets are common or a common insect in the Phoenix Valley (laughs) or three abundant species of crickets. I found nothing about the sport.
2: Well, (laughs) that just shows you where we are with the sport in America. (laughs) All right. So if
0: you guys were to invest in any sport, because cricket seems a little random to me, what sport would it be?
2: If I could be an investor of a sports team, I would a thousand percent be like the lead investor to bring a major league baseball team to Nashville. I want Nashville to get a MLB team so bad. So I would invest in Major League Baseball, which is probably a horrible idea because Major League Baseball is not doing great right now money-wise. Um, but I would really want to bring the team to Nashville. They're talking about it. Nashville's on the list for expansion cities. And um, I think a baseball team would do really good there. They already have a AAA team there that does pretty well. So I would want to be like the lead investor or like the lead, like most money contributor to bringing a team to Nashville.
0: Okay they could use one me ah, Yeah, well i really like the sport of pickleball i am oh like my a huge gosh. fan and so <laughs> if i were to invest i would um i would love to like own i guess pickleball doesn't like i don't really have like teams it's just like it's like singles do you play, and pickleball?
1: Do you play it
0: i mean in my free time yeah you do yeah she's like really into it really yeah i love pickleball Man. It's great. I'm looking. <laughs> what would you I, uh, compare
1: that to in, in sport?
0: It's a mix between tennis. table tennis and tennis, but you use a paddle.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, the court's smaller. The net's smaller. Um, like the whole thing is smaller, so it's a condensed version. So you're not, and then you hit like a like a wiffle ball, mm-hmm. um, and you've got a paddle. It's so fun. And I um, I uh recently have had a need for a new partner, um. No longer have the partner that I used to play with. So, mm-hmm. uh, Frank, if you ever want to play, let me know. Coach me <laughs> up,
1: coach. I need to be told how to play. Oh my god,
2: you <laughs> two on a pickleball court would be comedy. <laughs> look, I agree with that one hundred percent. But you know,
1: I'm gonna turn it up and smash somebody's emotions.
2: I know nothing like, about pickleball, I but, but I would go just, just to watch you two play. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, let me know.
1: Look, I look forward to it. Yeah, okay, I, what
0: team would you invest in?
1: I would a team. I think me and Ramon we're probably going. to. Take an NFL team; it's just too easy to ride that wave just for a long time. I mean, it's just the money's too good. It's one of the number one sports in 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 the United States, but it's also becoming a global game. And if they wanted to make it really global, they could. And I think yeah. that that's something with the idea of investing and sending players out to go train and teach, and then start a grassroots from the from the youth programs because you have to play football. You, it's the best football players are typically the ones that figure it out at a young age and then as they get into high school and other sports they kind of transition very well of course some of the most athletic ones don't take as long because a basketball guy transferring into being a tight end that's kind of it's not it's not easy but it's it's something that he can do because he's always going to be bigger than the strong safeties and for the most part or dbs that he's facing so um but I, the NFL. I mean, I'm just. I'm. I like what it brings to the table. I like how it brings families together. Um, I wish we would do more in the area where we're expanding um, to allow other people, like female female football athletes. Uh, the lingerie league is pretty. It's a sexy league. That
0: still exists. It It's still a thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> Rick not
0: wouldn't know. I, would <laughs> I did no. not know that still existed. No, but I mean,
1: it's. Uh, but they're trying to. They should be able to evolve that. Mm. Because there are women that really can play football and really want to play football, but they should be able to do it at their level with their skill sets and allow them to play amongst themselves and to go hard and the paint like they do. Like the WNBA It is the best league in women's basketball, right? So mm. and if you try to transition and mix that up, co- co-editing it in the NBA and it, the, the WNBA, that'd be a challenge. I just but got so it,
0: ticked off that this freaking exists still.
1: What, the lingerie? Yay. Yes.
0: Are you kidding
2: me? Come on. Look, it's they, 2022. How is this still a thing? No, Come it, on. They
0: ball up, but,
1: like, when you, but if you watch, like, just don't look at the, I mean.
0: If, well, why can't that just be it? No, why saying, do I have to say, oh, like, let me, oh, don't, uh, let me, uh, let me not see this so I could just see how well, they're playing. Saying, like, why can't they just pl- wear normal freaking clothes? They do have on
1: normal. It's just they just look better in it than I'm players I'm sure they're football.
0: beautiful anyways. Why can't we just like you know like tone it down?
1: They look great anyway. The like just watching like I mean there's some there's a lot of great looking um, <laughs> football players out there, but they just they they have a little bit more clothing on. That's all, and I'm pretty sure there's some women that don't need all that clothing when it comes to some of the. The men' football figures out there, but this is back to the the pure athleticism of the game. They go hard in the paint. They tackle. They throw each other down. It's serious. People get hurt. It's all of the, all of those those things as well. I'm going to
0: invest in shutting football. down the lingerie. There you football. go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not that lingerie. It's they have on.
0: I just showed. I just pulled up a picture. It's frank. pretty it's bad. It's yeah. up, I missed it. Frank, knock it off. I will just playing. Uh, <laughs> all right. Speaking of investing, Mikhail Bridges investing his time, mm. his efforts, his talents into a basketball career. But when that is all done, Mikhail Bridges just enlightened us to the fact that he would like to be a second grade school teacher. So mm. I am. He does anyone like have that, better though. eyes than I do? That can read the original tweet? The
2: original tweet was basically just saying if Mikhail wasn't hooping, he would be the type of teacher that would do a handshake with all of his students. And then Mikhail retweeted or quote tweeted and said, That's literally me when I'm done hooping lol. So he said that he's gonna be a teacher. So somebody asked then, like which class, and he said he'd teach second grade. Could you picture Mikhail Bridges being a second grade teacher? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) He would be amazing at that. All the kids would love him. He would have a handshake with all of him, like he said he would. He would be the best personality. Like that would be the teacher that you would want. Like everybody would be fighting for it to get into their class. And when you saw your name on like their class sheet, you would freak out because you got the teacher you wanted. And then, yeah, I remember he just, that. Yeah. Like you would find out <laughs> who your teacher was because they would put your name like yes. on a sheet. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So the little kids that saw Mikhail Bridges as their teacher would freak out and be super excited about it. I mean, he, I feel like he would just make class fun. Like you would actually want to go to school.
1: I, I agree with you 100%. His personality is just not superstar personality. He seems like a guy I grind, I worked, I got myself to this position. I'm just as cool and chill as everybody else. I'm not overlooking the moment, but I am preparing for the next moment. And he does seem like he's the guy that you would definitely love to be ha- have as a teacher, without a doubt. Him yeah. and me.
0: He's like, I hold him to like a high standard of like, sweet and in innocence yeah so sweet baby mikhail i'm sure he is not like
2: an angel baby but that's how i perceive him and no, I think he's he'd be a great not. school teacher yeah, in would. the comments saying he would go back to school for that i too would go back to school <laughs> for that um Max says
0: if mikhail bridges was my second grade teacher i would be way cooler than i am right now yeah
2: he's gonna so. give those kids so much confidence so much swag they're gonna leave his second grade class feeling like a million bucks every day confidence through the roof
0: <laughs> and I think they that he would actually be the handshake teacher too. Yeah, yeah, you
1: have to be. Well, I look at him like I say he's not the superstar guy who's always been that guy. He's been the guy that's always been. I want to work my butt off. I'm going to prove you guys wrong. And then I think he probably hit a good growth spurt, and it just mm-hmm. and it all came together. Like not every athlete has always been the greatest athlete his entire lifetime, but at some moment, just like in in, in, in a lot of fields in our lives, it actually begins to. It actually begins to transcend us into that next wave and that next phase of either fame, stardom, or just being better at that craft. And I think he's one of those guys. So, plus his his attitude is very positive. Mm-hmm. Like he has like a, I mean, he's gonna have seventy million dollars being a second grade teacher. So his thirty five thousand or forty five thousand checking don't mean as much. So, but when he comes to work, the power to influence and the power to inspire would be something that he realized maybe somebody changed his life and talked to him and inspired him. And now he's Mikhail Bridges.
0: Yeah. Uh, Josh says Mikael could use the entire chalkboard without walking around. His wingspan <laughs> is ridiculous. <laughs> That's funny. That would be funny. <laughs> okay, that was a good one. That was a what good was one.
1: What if he was ambidextrous?
0: Also speaks to his personality. Like, not, like, I don't have the patience to be a second grade teacher. No. So the fact oh. that Mikhail as an NBA player, was like, yo that's me i would love that like i want to teach second grade like i i would not have the patience to be able to do that in yeah. any life
2: no patience of a saint teachers are underappreciated underpaid and i don't know how they do it because there's not a enough money in the world you could pay me to hang out with second graders all day i would rather die
1: <laughs> second <laughs> but, grade has got to be the, between second and fourth grade or second that's and, the good that's got to be the like, best time yeah it's gotta be like the best time
2: like i what? heard third grade's really bad like someone in the comments of that mikhail tweet said that first grade's the best and third grade is a nightmare i can i'm not gonna what lie. happens between first and third what is that what's the age i think third thing? grade is like that awkward pre-teen years i think in third grade you're hitting like that like 10 to like right i thought you were 10 in like fifth grade
1: six seven eight you go to school at what age six
2: i don't know i don't know what? anything about six. children <laughs>
0: It's been a while me for me. Awkward. I have none of my own. So yeah, I don't
1: know. I remember me in third grade. I had 10 Ds my third grade year.
2: Brain. What are you doing? How do you Frank? do that in third grade? It's class. like shapes and shit.
1: I was a sly, I was a class clown. I was a clown. I mean, I I told so many jokes. I got in so many troubles. My mom and dad would come up to the school all the time, and my mom walked down the hallway with a belt in her hand, like <gasps> and walk open the door with the belt right in her hand. Like, where is he? and there was a bath oh. there was adjoining rooms swear to god it was adjoining rooms love uh, my mom adjoining rooms <laughs> and um and so she would take me in the bath and all you hear is psh, 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 psh. and then i would come out and then she'd say he'll be fine for the rest of the day and then i would be oh. <laughs> you know, I swear to god oh, <laughs> oh my no god games. and that was when it was legal you got yeah y'all don't remember paddles and stuff like that you you look too young for that. Oh, no, we're no, the soft no, i know. not. But, no, no, no. no, 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 no. no. It depends your on, on your parents. Desk. No, not parents, but principals. Oh,
0: principals I did go to go a school to where they you. had yeah. per- uh, you, the parents had to give the school permission. permission. It was yep. a private school, but it existed. My parents were like, okay, yep. like I'll discipline them. I don't want anyone else like touching my child like that. But yeah.
1: I agree with Mark. Sixth graders are probably, I mean, once you transition yeah. to middle school and you got to kind of find your way out, you're still the bottom end of the barrel because seventh and eighth graders are supposed to be the cool kids. But, I mean, you could really be, like, you know, really just. I was
0: a terror in probably six and beyond.
1: I was the teacher's pet. Sly has such a love for Harbaugh. Yeah, I'll really just weird. say his name <laughs> just for you, Sly,
0: Harbaugh. Uh, I'll say his What's name. What's the obsession with Harbaugh? He
1: loves here? him, man. He wants him to be a coach. He wants him to know. come to the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. He wants him to coach the basketball team as well and the baseball team, all three. He could probably do all but he loves hardball he thinks he's uh, his formula his, his his mentality his his process of being a coach gets guys to a place of uh lead uh championship
2: interesting dagoon saying that you thinks your he thinks your parents <laughs> went to the same parenting school cuz uh his mom came at him like Mike Tyson oh my God.
0: <laughs> for real for real
1: like my mom played no games man they they came and saw me I got once I got out of the third grade I was great after that I mean but I don't know I went through like a real period of just being a class clown. And I wasn't like, I didn't think I was funny. But they did. And so if they thought I was funny, jokes on us. Let's go. <laughs> jokes are us right now. But I was like like toys are us. I was jokes are us. You can you could always find a joke with me. So it was all it was all good though.
2: This will be a shock to nobody, but I got straight A's my entire life except for college. But oh, see, I what Yep, straight A's. What
1: does that even look like? Straight A's. What does that look like?
2: I never got less than a B my entire life, all the way till high school, all, all the way through high school. I graduated with all A's, four point one GPA. I wish
0: I cared enough.
2: Uh, you know
1: what? I'm almost. I'm with Tristan in that moment right there. I wish I did. I wish
0: like I like actually no, like I do wish I cared enough because I was the biggest slacker of all time. I was the type of person. I got A's wow. and B's, but I was the type of person that would do something like do like a project that I should have been working on for like a, like three months and I would do it the night before or like I wouldn't pay attention to anything and then all of a sudden I had a test that I crammed for the night before and I somehow still got an A and people were like what like but I it was A's and B's now had I applied myself and really cared well, my life might be different
2: um, hey I got all A's and I still went to Arizona State so I think we're in the same boat
0: <laughs> oh you went to the journalism school that's like a totally different <laughs>
1: Look, but at the end of the day, I mean, you you guys are still you figure something out and you figure out what you love. And I think that's the process like that is, you know, if you if you both (laughs) ended up in the same room right now, straight A's and now like, you know, or C's. I mean, look, look. well,
0: says Arizona State innovating their way to make Mac get B's. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Listen, college, college came at me like a truck. I was not prepared. Um, I also I got all A's and B's in college and I got one C. I actually got a C in microeconomics because for whatever reason, they decided to force sports journalism majors to take microeconomics class and i it was a three-hour class one time a week it was the worst class of my entire life and i actually got a d in the class but i cried my eyes out in my professor's office and begged her to pass me and give me a c and i think she just felt so bad she gave me a c (laughs) so i technically got a d but i got a c in microeconomics and that's the only c i've ever gotten in my life talk
0: about people that have way too much control teachers can have way too much control too
2: good and bad good and bad yeah for sure definitely yeah. agree <laughs> yeah they can
0: oh sure. i teach college courses
2: you know, I'm, you i am i am aware
0: i i'm not one of those people but i'm aware of the the possibility of that <laughs>
2: Matt got that a in booze in you would know <laughs> max <laughs> <laughs> Max and I went to college together <laughs> and uh Was that the change? What?
1: When you got to ASU, you start partying, start realizing like I'm a woman, I'm growing up and booze is here. Or were you uh You could have been a you couldn't have been a straight A student in high school boozing. Nah.
2: No, I mean I, I party Shame a little bit me. in high school, but I think like I worked so hard in high school because like I knew that I had to pay for myself to go to college. So I really needed scholarships. Mm-hmm. So I just worked so hard to get those scholarships. And then once I finally got to college, I was like, Oh my god, I made it and I only had to maintain like a certain GPA to like keep my scholarship year after year. Mm. So it's like as long as I keep it above the line, I'm yeah. fine. Let myself loose a little bit, have a little fun. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good time. Oh, love ASU. I love it. I thought it's pretty bad that I got A's and B's at ASU. I feel like that's hard to do. Like, if you're not getting all A's at ASU, like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> it's ASU. It's, all, it's Harvard. It's, there's
0: <laughs> it's a lot hard, of it's hard at ASU. The journalism school yeah, the journalism is school. difficult. Yeah, like, and you have to, it's like, you're doing more than just, like, taking tests. You're, like, going out and doing packages and, like, doing, you're the new, like, the bureau and stuff like that. Like, that can be difficult.
2: Yeah. Bad. Bad, bad, bad.
1: It's okay. It's all we good. Well, you it. made it here. Look, we're here. We're here now. <laughs> and someone's paying us for whatever grades we had at that moment. So appreciate that, people. Suck it. and Espo, thank you for not re- requiring us to have a 4.7 GPA. Right. <laughs> it's pretty easy. Love it.
0: All right, well, hey, the NBA playoffs means next-level basketball. Get in on the action with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly, so you win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet during the second round with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win – plus place the same game parlay each day with 3 or more legs and get up to $25 back if one leg doesn't hit the good thing's about the DraftKings sportsbook app is they pretty much always have a promo going on mm-hmm. you just have to like find the right one to latch onto um, and they're like, you can make some serious money based off of these promos. So um, awesome as always. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now using that promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the second round of the playoffs to get $150 in free bets instantly. That's, again, using that promo code PHNX at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. As always, it's 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. I have not hosted a show in, like, five months, but you know what? I just feel like it's, like, riding you a do. bike. You Feels crushed good, it. guys. You Feels crushed It yeah. was so good. I mean, I'm
1: glad you're reading it on I me. Mean.
0: <laughs>
2: I know that. Uh,
0: all right. Well, we talked about the Suns. How about the Merc with the season Ooh. opener tonight? Shout out to the Mercury.
2: Shout out to the Merc.
0: I'm super excited. What are you most excited about for this season? Because there's also oh, some gosh. things to not be excited about.
2: Yeah. I mean, definitely the season, This offseason has been super interesting with everything that's been going on with their coaching change and then Britney Greiner in Russia, But I'm really excited for the season. I love the WNBA. I love going to games. I got to work for the Mercury for three seasons. So I love that team. I'm a diehard Mercury fan. Uh, Diana Tarasi is the GOAT. Sorry. Greatest of all time ever. There's no other name even close to the conversation. So just getting to watch her ball out and hoop again. I'm really excited to see um, the team that they put together with their offseason acquisitions. Diamond Shields is here now. She just got here from, well, didn't just get here, but she came over from the sky. And um, Skylar Jenkins-Smith is like my favorite WNBA player. So I'm excited She's to watch amazing. them hoop. Yeah, she's a great color commentator, too. So as soon as her playing career is done, she should definitely get into broadcasting. She's so good at it. Um, But yeah, I'm just excited to see this team. I really do think that they have potential to go another deep playoff run. Um, Their new head coach is going to be a little interesting. I definitely am sad that Sandy's not coaching this team anymore because I thought she was awesome. So um, it'll be interesting to see what Vanessa does with her team now. Um, she doesn't have a lot of experience coaching the WNBA, so it'll be interesting to see how she kind of can make this roster work. And um, Sam Thomas, my freaking girl, I'm obsessed, obsessed with Sam Thomas. She just graduated from University of Arizona. She, She's on
0: the PHNX Wildcats podcast. Yes, today. she was
2: on the PHNX Wildcats show. So if you missed her interview, go check it out. She went undrafted. They signed her to a training camp. Like contract, she did so good. She made the final roster, and she's from. i um, obviously she went to school in Arizona, so she is a queen. She is probably one of my favorite athletes I've ever had a chance to talk to. So I'm super excited to watch her ball out, and I hope she does so good because she's an amazing human being. So lots to look forward to. I'm also a little partial to Diamond Deshields. I was super stoked when they picked her up.
0: Um, so when she gets on the court, I'll be excited to see her play here because I covered her at Tennessee um and you know covered her through you know many postseason games and things like that and um you know just love to watch her play so i was excited when when they when they picked her up so the team looks a little different this year lots of players to be excited about we shall see about the head coach it's just an interesting dynamic and um i know for me i can't think about the murky without thinking about gritty, gritty griner so i hope that um you know it's hard cause you're like, well, you don't want to continue to talk about that. But then like, you're like, yeah, oh, but like, how do we, how do you not like, I almost feel insensitive by saying like, oh, we should just focus on like the team. Obviously I'm not playing. So like, I don't have to have that mindset, but I, I think what their, what their mindset is, is like, we have a job to do. That's hard to do yeah. when you're without Griner and, and her situation is still sort of, uh, you know, up in the air.
1: Yeah. I agree with you on that. That's, it's a tough, it's a tough scenario. Um, I hope that they resolve that pretty fast because there are some things that this should not be, and it is what it is right now, but this should not be. And for uh, anybody who travels abroad, they should not be captured by another, unless they're doing something wrong and it looks like it, there was nothing that, nothing that's a scenario that should be where she should be not here in the United States right now.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think about BG every time, every day I get on Twitter and you know, they are going to honor her this season by putting a logo on all the WNBA courts, which I think is super special. On it. all the courts? All the courts. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Every court will have a W or a BG uh, wow. logo on it. So it's great that they're doing that. But I agree with Frank. She shouldn't even be in that situation. The mm-hmm. fact that she's been um, at this point wrongfully detained in Russia because the U.S. government did finally recognize her as a wrongfully detained person abroad. Um, So I think, you know, it's, it's just heartbreaking. And I hope that she can get home safely and that the U.S. government does everything that they can to bring her home because she should not be there Um, The fact that a professional athlete, one of the best women's professional athletes has been in Russia for over 70 days now is just wild to me because you know that if that was any other athlete besides a female athlete, if it was LeBron James or whoever was in that situation, they would have been home by now. So I'm really frustrated with that whole process and I hope that they can get BG home because um, it's just insane that she's there and it's insane that we haven't been able to make any progress on bringing her back because um, I think the... Case would be different if it wasn't a woman athlete. I agree. I totally agree well, with if that you one. wanna
0: support it's tough because the Suns are playing a playoff game at the same time, uh as this is going on, but the Mercury are gonna play the Las Vegas Aces tonight in their season opener. So how about
1: this here? We talked about Chris Paul being thirty seven, Diana's thirty nine, mm-hmm. her birthday's June eleventh. It's gonna be, 40. be 40 playing Gosh. like so we talking about and we're calling her the GOAT and how she's still able to get out and do it and get it done. Um this team is loaded with a bunch of talent and i just i hope to see these guys actually get to that next get to the phase that they win another championship and bring one here again because it's loaded with talent of course you're, barring injuries and uh the new adjustment with the new coach that'd be different so hopefully that they're able to pull some out is it possible and i don't know this that Dinah could be a player's coach can she be a player coach not that, i not mean that i think not, she, she pretty she much be, already is yeah. like
2: i think when they're out there on the court they D- if, when DT is on the court, DT is running the show like that is very much her basketball court. So I feel like when she's out there, she's already going through the motions of coaching her team. Um, you know, when she's in the huddle, she's one of the most vocal person, most, most vocal people in the huddle. So I feel like in a lot of ways, she is like a coach and girls look up to her like that. I mean, mm-hmm. when you have the greatest of all time on your team, like nobody's not going to pay attention to her, or have any regard for what she says because she's literally got to where she is. Um, and even despite her age, she literally just won a gold medal. So. Right, she's
0: crazy. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, insane.
2: Metals is crazy.
0: Well, you guys mentioned the goat. We have a goat shirt. Hell, that is dropping yeah.
1: today,
2: and it it looks incredible.
1: I will be ordering that. One.
0: It is
2: my definitely. favorite shirt we've ever made. I will go on record saying that it goes so hard. That yeah. is the coolest shirt I've ever seen in my life, and I will definitely be wearing it at some point in the season. That's fire. Love the shirt. That's fire. Also,
0: since I see the logo, don't forget that we do have a Mercury podcast. Yes. So they're going to be broadcasting today. Post game uh, show. Post game show. Love the shirt, Valley Legend, MVP, goat. This shirt is incredible. Uh we all need to add it to our wardrobe. So, I'm so excited for that drop today. Uh also check out that Mercury Post Game Show as well. Yeah. Um,
2: so. Support shout our, out to our Merc team. Yeah. Go go buy tickets, go to the games, watch their games, support women athletes.
0: All right, let's talk a little bit about the Cardinals because <gasps> we were riding a little high after Hollywood Brown came to the desert. Um, there were talks about the Arizona Cardinals being a s- true Super Bowl contender, and they still very well could be, but the DeAndre Hopkins suspension, six-game suspension, really put a damper on all things Cardinals-related. Mm-hmm. So he is banned uh, or he was taking banned substances um, claims that he didn't know and that he's going to uh what's the word? Um, what, what's 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 not dispute appeal? He's going to appeal it.
1: Yeah, he was. But then he realized that the rule the states you get four games. If you get caught with a banned substance and you don't appeal it, it's only four games. But if you appeal it it becomes six games. So now he's out for six games because-
0: Wait, so because he appealed it?
1: Yep. And they knew for a fact, like they knew that whatever he was taking was banned. And if you appeal it, you get two more games added on to that. So unfortunately that's where he's at with it. But he thought, maybe he thought that what he did was right or wrong or, no, not that because he appealed it. You get two other games because if you use a substance that show you tried to cover up what you took. Okay. Gives you two extra games.
0: And so, now he's saying he's going to appeal that? Well, though? he
1: let it all go. He nah, let it he's all go now yeah, he's done. Yeah, he's done. He's going to take sure. the six yeah. games, um, deal with it from that position. Um, and the high is still on the table by Hollywood Brown because we thought we, you know, now we know for a fact that he can become the extra receiver on the left side where D Hops was playing. Of course, we had um, Antoine Wesley over there as well. But yep. we know for a fact maybe now we can have AJ Green on the field, then right in the slot. Of if, if we're running four, three receiver packets like we did last year. Then we have Rondell and Zach Ertz. And then we, you know, Hollywood Brown can kinda of have his own ownership on the other side of the field without having to share that time for the first six games of the season. He can kind of get himself in a good rotation. So, um, at the end of the day, people were definitely I was I was not a fan of the the trade of getting a Hollywood Brown initially because I thought, you know, the conversation was we were going to go get one of the top tier receivers in, in the game. We went and got Hollywood Brown for a lesser price, which is good. Um and then you also get a guy that you know Kyler loves, and so that in itself helps the argument of what we would just. I mean, since since the loss versus the Ram has been a dumpster fire, I mean it really has been. The team has been through a bunch outside of the signing of Cliff Kingsbury and the signing of you know Steve Kimes. That was an argument. So was, dude, we we wrote the news all the way through all the way throughout the entire offseason, and nothing's changed thus far. Now that D Hop's stopped playing,
0: well. It sounds like you don't think that they need to bring another guy in then?
1: We we, we because Des
0: Bryant. Yeah. Just saying he's all over the place. All Ooh, over Twitter. <laughs> all over the radio, making his case, saying he wants to come play for the Cardinals. Says he likes Kyler Murray's swag. Says that it wouldn't be like his the old Des Bryant, but he'd be there to just help like I think he said set an example for work ethic. Just wants to be a part of what's going on here in Arizona.
1: Surprising. That that's that's uh I'm surprised by that because, like, I get it that you like Kyla. I like Kyla. so should I put the same thing out But I feel like I can be a elder statesman here? I won't be the same guy. Do you I used feel to that be. way? I do feel that way. Really? Yes, I do. Yes. I think I can get out there and and be an elder statesman. Come on, man. We put need, Frank on the field. Yeah. Put me on. Yeah. I need to do. a I need. To, I need that now. So <laughs> I think it's the one that I might need my agent again to pull that pull that conversation up. Des Bryant. Dude's
2: played like six
0: games in four years.
1: And so, yeah, well, no, we don't. The argument earlier this offseason was, should we bring A.J. back?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he's much younger. Still, he's so active. He had 75 catches last year, almost 900 yards with three touchdowns. No, it wasn't the prettiest moment. There was moment. one
0: catch that didn't happen that really kind of put a bad taste in people's But, mouths.
1: damn, one <laughs> catch, one well, catch. The, it and was it wasn't the, the way, last It was catch. the
0: way that he didn't catch the ball. It wasn't. <laughs> mean, We're
1: going to let that one ride. But we still had Let's seven other games AJ. after that. We still had seven other games after that, and we looked like poop. The whole offense is little poop, I mean, so true. without him. But I I just think that it would be it'd be just too much in the locker room to bring an older guy in that you didn't you know for a fact it's not gonna make the biggest difference.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If we're gonna bring a player back that hasn't played in a while, I'd rather have Larry Fitzgerald or frank sanders or frank sanders ideally frank sanders no yeah. nah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean frank's it's been a retired a little bit longer and
0: frank, <laughs> but like if i really had to pick one <laughs> it'd be frank yeah well,
2: frank that, for sure <laughs> how
0: cool. long has it been frankie
2: uh,
1: it's just about a couple years
0: a
2: couple okay years. just a couple, just a couple. Just. um ah uh, yeah i don't know i mean look does uh, i have a lot of concerns about it but i think does not playing for so long is just like it goes back to the conversation like I just don't think that it, it being in shape is one thing, but being in football shape is another thing. And I don't think adding Dez to the wide receiver room would really do much in favor for the Cardinals. I mean, I could be wrong and maybe he's just a freak athlete. And once you've got it, you never lose it. But I just feel like it takes so much to get into football shape. And um, it's been so long so since at, he's been on the field. So at 33
0: so. years old, and then you've played six games in the past four seasons. I think I have that correct. Frank, Frank, Playing that position, is that even logical?
1: It's possible. Okay. Um, Jerry Rice played till he was forty. Fitz played. But I know, but taking the amount of
0: time off that he's yeah. had off. So
1: that, that you can either you can either look at it based upon if you watched him work out, you can say that potentially his body is still his body has doesn't have as much wear and tear on it as somebody else has. Okay. Okay. That's that's an argument you can make. Mm-hmm. If he gets up and run a four four, four three one, something like that, then you can say, Man, he still has speed. <gasps> Does he have the agility and the quickness to do that? That's, that's there too. So you can argue that you, you don't have as much wear and tear, but the mentality now and how well he fits. If they work him out and he looks great and amazing, um, then I'm not going to take away from the ability what he brings to the table. He just knows that he's not the number one guy, and he has to know that he's playing basically the same role that AJ would be playing right now yeah. because teams will don't want to feature a 33-year-old guy. They just don't want to feature that. I mean, we got the Hops, He's 29. Potentially, he's turning 30 soon. So that in itself says he's probably got another maybe two years. How long is his contract? Two years. And so, unless you still see the guy that has the flashes, and the way the offense right now rolls in the NFL, the quarterback has the main purpose. Like look at him. He's making 20 something million dollars more than the next player. The quarterback is, and so he needs receivers and he needs options. And so the best option is always younger. In some areas, and a guy that's skillful that you can that you can use because nobody will con- the league will not find a way to pay u twenty and u twenty on both ends. They're just not going to pay two receivers twenty right. million dollars to keep these guys on the field. That's going to be challenging.
0: Nick L asking Dez or Antonio if you had to choose. Well, I'm not Antonio, bringing AB here.
1: Antonio. At- Without EV? a doubt, Antonio. Yeah, I take Antonio over Dez. Without a doubt,
2: Antonio Brown.
1: Without a doubt, uh, Antonio. I'm assuming Antonio-, Antonio take my shirt off, give you the finger. Leave in the middle of the game, hell yeah, Brown, without a problem. Over Des Bryant, yeah, boo. Remember I told you this last year? We need stars, <laughs> we need players, we need divas, we need dudes that can effing ball. And Antonio can ball. You know he can ball. He has so you much baggage that I, he brings. Bring that man back, is
2: off the wall. Load
1: up a U-Haul and bring his ass here. You need ballers. <laughs> ballers win championships. We didn't, we said the same thing. OBJ goes to the Rams. They won a championship. Von Miller, definitely a diva. Won a championship. You bring
0: Antonio. Is a you little need,
2: bit more than a yeah. diva. Antonio need, Brown is he's like a loose a cannon. Level past diva. Y'all need to stop it. Y'all cannon. stop it.
1: You, he's not a loose cannon. You know what you get when you get him. But you know you. Well, this, then why
2: got. He literally you know, took his jersey off and you know, he, had off him. he had reasons.
1: He had reasons.
2: He left.
1: He had reasons. Oh, I don't. No. I don't mind that. Look, I want ballers. <laughs> Trust me. I, I'll. I, I'll suck it up. I'll deal with it. It's his fine. Let him take the fine. But if it's only in house, he didn't go across the hall. He didn't go across the field. And kick the coach in the, in the woo-ha, He didn't. He just, it's what <laughs> happened on our sideline. So if Kingsbury can handle it, then or if anybody else on the team can handle it, you know, right? I mean, that, that's that's a foul. But to leave us in the middle of the game, y'all are right over there. <laughs> that could be save that video right there. Save that one. But yeah, I want I want I want AB over any other. Give me AB, OBJ. I'll take both of those head cases here at the Cardinals. I'll take them. I will love them, and I will let them do what they're gonna do because I need them to show up. On she's crying over there, <laughs> she's, literally Sorry, crying. she's literally crying, she's <laughs> literally crying, tears, laughing tears, but everything's fine. Sly, look, Harbaugh would take him.
2: No, and we're, not you know talking, we're not talking about, he, about Harbaugh. Harbaugh, Harbaugh. No, I gotta
1: go with, it. but he wouldn't, and the reason why is because he needs control. At some moment. Which
0: Harbaugh are even talking about? His
1: dad. He's not talking about the one that's coaching right now. I know he's not. All you know, right. Anyways. Moving but yeah, this up. is focused. Like he, <laughs> I take AB without a heartbeat because I know for a fact that I got to know what I'm getting, but I got to know that if I feature him for amount of plays and give him a chance to do what he's supposed to do, incentivize the hell out of the guy. And that's what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did. They gave him, they gave him incentives.
0: Oh yeah. I would definitely, for sure. And so, for but sure. when he
1: came to a moment to, to reach those incentives, it almost felt like he felt like he wasn't going to reach those incentives. And that's when he threw the tantrum, and so I get that part. That that's that's the baby. Oh, assault. that's
0: the kind of guy I want no, for sure. But I'm saying, yeah.
1: but once you incentivize the guy, you say, hey, we're, we're going to make sure you get you get you get twelve targets, or, you know, twelve targets, whatever, in the next two games. You got to make sure the guy gets those targets. I don't care if it's a one-yard hitch or if it's a flipper, but you got to make him happy at some moment because the talent level is there. That just there.
0: sounds like a lot of work.
1: It's not a lot of work. It's you want to win. Winning is a lot of work. It's harder when well, you then have why average the Cardinals players. Go stuff. get
0: him. They could. They they could get him. No.
1: Look. I know nobody wants AB. We got Andy Isabella. That's AB. <laughs> well, why? It's 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 look. That's
0: they, AB. Well, how does that? How do the two even compare? Andy doesn't even see the field.
1: Thank you. That's why I want AB. Get Andy Isabella off the court, off our field, and off our contract, <laughs> so we can use the money to bring in a player. You need players.
0: I will say, I ran into Andy last night, and um, I am still his biggest fan. That's fine. he's a great, dude. He's a great dude. And he needs to go somewhere else he's so that a, he can play. Yeah, I don't I've know. Why he's still on every,
1: I don't even know why he's even on the roster. I don't know either. That's the why the, why is he even on the roster? Like when you're holding up a space, don't let this guy be the guy that's holding up a space. And for whatever reason, Cliff got a love affair with him. It makes no sense that he's still on the roster, and we can talk about it and Isabella on this team with the amount of talent we brought in. we have brought in, we brought in, we've got two other second-round receivers far better than him, and he's still on the roster. Why? And we let go Christian Kirk. I'm sorry. I would
0: imagine that Andy this at this is point is is wanting a trade, or as as this is just my thought. I I would think that Andy is saying like I want to. He's a competitor, and I think that he has a chance to find some some time on the field elsewhere. And I would think that he has had a conversation at some point. No, what are you laughing at?
1: He said, trade Andy to the
0: Patriots. Yeah, no, I'm sure he be. I
1: said coaches don't have hoo hooahs. <laughs>
2: That's why I was laughing. (laughs) I can't believe Frank said that. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was in (laughs) tears.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But that was a severity of the foul. Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) Josh. Oh, goodness. Andy Isabella is... Anyway, I, you would
0: think that he, he would have asked for a trade by now. I'm wondering known. why yeah. he's still on the roster.
1: Nick's right; he's, I mean, he's CFL at best right now. I, I just don't see the greatness Aww. of what he's Aww. doing. He's
0: not that bad. He's not yeah, in yeah. CFL. yeah.
1: Look, he's, let's let's stop. You got enough. You have enough time to figure out if you're ready for this level in this league. He's here because of Cliff. Bottom line: statistical numbers, whatever he's been able to do in college, he was great in college. What he was able to do there, he got here and got exposed. Now' we're, now we're caking him and we're, ba- we're we're babying him no it's time to move on and find somebody else that we can bring in this year in, a, in our undrafted class they got four um, they went and got four receivers that they brought in and three of those guys are like they're, they're over six feet tall and they're talented like what they've been able to do produce in college was pretty good not good enough to get drafted but good for us that we went out and got four guys that we can bring in potentially that can compete and add something to our to our depth.
0: I like what you said there. I appreciate you joining us, Frank.
1: Are you kidding me? I, lo- I love the energy here. <laughs> That's when those other guys is we, like we 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 room we intentionally
0: moved the show to Friday because Friday just has better vibes. Yeah, much and better vibes. And we really like to have a good time on the show. We yeah. should.
1: I mean, yeah. we just, I'm I, I like it.
0: You're welcome to pop on by anytime on Fridays. Anytime on Fridays. Anytime on Friday, time. Frankie.
1: At this same time, be Well,
0: any any Friday, you're welcome to pop on by at this time. Not any time, this time. It's always at this time.
1: Okay, (laughs) cool. At this time on the
2: show. You crushed it. Your debut was amazing. Mac, you want to close us out here? Suns in four. Suns in four. Um, Yeah, the Dallas Mavericks are getting swept by the Suns. Uh, I'll put money on it right now. Just kidding. Yeah, actually, maybe I will on the Drafting Sportsbook app. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate you as always. Thank you, especially to the people in the comments for watching along with us. We love to include you in the show. It's the best part of the show. If you haven't signed up for a PHNX membership yet, go over to gophnx.com and sign up to be a member. You can get your first cents for first month for just 50 cents, or you can get an annual membership and also get a free t-shirt from the PHNX locker. We have a ton of cool designs. We've got this D- D back shirt right here, and then the sun shirt right here. They're awesome. And that new goat shirt, and the new goat shirt. Make sure you go pick up that new goat shirt. Today is the start of the WNBA season, and we have a goat shirt in the PHNX locker right now. That is my favorite shirt we've ever made. It's so sick. So definitely go over to the PHNXlocker.com and pick that up become a member. You get access to a bunch of cool stuff like our members only discord that we are all in talking to you whenever you want to talk to us. And um, if you don't have plans for the Suns game tonight, head on down to the Ainsworth. We're doing our game three watch party there so you can hang out with us. We're doing a live pre and post game show and uh, we'll be watching the game at the Ainsworth as well. So if you don't have plans, come on down. And uh, once again, thank you all for watching. We love you all so much and we will see you next week. Have a good weekend. Bye.